today is Tuesday, June 27th. I'm Adam Hartog. Sitting next to me is my court-appointed attorney, Thomas Frey, and this is episode 10 of the Breaks Down podcast, brought to you exclusively by 528 Collectibles. We have an enjoyable multimedia program for you today. We're doing the breakdown, one big thing, awards and trivia. Let's go. Okay, so housekeeping, I am exhausted because my flight got in at roughly 5 a.m. last night. Uh, the NBA draft happened. Um, Brandon Miller went number two to Charlotte. I think that surprised a lot of people. There was a lot of action. I don't know if you've seen this story with the FanDuel odds, like mm-hmm. a Shams Woj kind of thing. Yeah, well, it's actually that Shams, or I think it's actually Shams, if we're being... Shams, yeah, yeah it is Shams. Shams is his, uh, he's getting sued, apparently, because <laughs> because he's an employee of The Athletic and FanDuel. Yeah. And they're saying everyone knew that it was uh, Brandon Miller going two to the Hornets, and he was putting out fake stories to pump the lines so that FanDuel would make money. That's crazy. Yeah. I actually, like, that was everyone's, I feel like, first thought when... It happened, but I I didn't really expect that to be true. So that's crazy. If that actually happened, if they have like proof that that happened, that could he could totally lose his job. I don't know. If, yeah, I mean, you're the lawyer. I I don't know about all all the laws of that, but it's, it's very interesting because I've heard people like very quietly throwing shade. Usually, like ESPN reporters were throwing shade at Shams because their reporting the whole time was that the Hornets were on Brandon Miller, and he was like the only one that was that was pushing that narrative and apparently a lot of people were betting because solely because of his intel that because they trusted him so much yeah and what i mean even if you know he wouldn't lose a lawsuit it's totally damaging to his public persona to his reputation to people's opinion of him and i feel like he had been steadily gaining over Woj. i think just because he's he's cooler i i think people might switch back in terms of their fandom i'm a Woj guy I think I, I honestly I go for both because I have notifications on for the two of them and whoever posts it first is the one that I click. But I've always liked Woj. He seems like a nice guy. He does a really yeah, nice guy. Very wholesome. Yeah. But yeah, no. Woj said pretty much from for the entire like timeline, it was Brandon Miller. Yeah, that was. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out for sure. It's a fun rivalry, though. It is. I. I there's not a. There's not one that's comparable in the other sports. It's like really Schefter in football. I like Rappaport. I like both of them. Yeah, I've met Schefter but, once. But it's still like it's 1A. No, it's 1 and 2. It's not 1A, 1B. Yeah, and, and Schefter's you, a guy. And it's Jeff Passan in baseball. And there's other like uh, – what's his face? Jack Heyman. Curry. Jack Curry oh, yeah. is is the Yankees guy. Like John anything Heyman he says too. is is gospel. Yeah. Well, John Used Heyman to be is John Heyman. is yeah arson judge. Yeah. <laughs> I actually I think when I was bored waiting for the plane to reach the gate this morning, I tweeted at John Heyman because he said, "Looks like so and so is on his way here." And I'm like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> oh, I actually saw that um, <laughs> that you tweeted that. That may have been from the podcast account, or I was just trolling from my personal account. Yeah, I I definitely saw it either on my feed or on our account, but. Uh... For Heyman, I, I, again, I think I have po- tweet notifications on for him because I was following his uh, his feed during the lockout, and I just left it on. He has so many typos in his tweets. It is unreal. <laughs> it's probably I, like reading my texts. It's it's more like reading Steven's texts, honestly. <laughs> it's there's He's dropping words left and right, dropping letters. It's 
it's unreal for him. like and he's a very respected reporter so yeah. just like i take i know it's like you know race to the scoop but take the extra second and proofread it or something it's crazy because you can literally tell just looking at his tweets how fast he was trying to get it out. yeah but it's also crazy because there's lines it tells you when words are spelled wrong oh yeah or it autocorrects well, yeah who, what reporter doesn't have autocorrect on i, I guess, guess that could get you in trouble too names. yeah that yeah, could true. get you into trouble either way but still yeah figure it out amen yeah <laughs> um also scoot to portland dame is now playing footsie with handful of teams in the league while claiming that he wants to stay loyal to portland to the core i, I get into this a lot more later so i don't want to spoil All my, right. we my just, yeah we can just focus on the scoot part i mean yeah. there was uh there were a lot of people saying that he would have been the number one pick in a lot of other recent drafts he yeah. is six two so he has a lot uh he has a limited ceiling defensively and he needs to improve as a shooter but he's a freak athlete he has a decent mid-range game, and he likes to utilize it, and he get, can get to the rim. And he's he would be a fun piece for that team if they decide to move on from Dame. I think, well, two things. I think his wingspan is long enough that his limitations as a defender aren't crazy. It's He's such a high-level athlete that you can he can hold his own if he just tried a little bit. It, He's I mean, an effort guy. Yeah, he is. So I'm just it's I don't think he'll be a bad defender in the NBA even if he's un, a little undersized to be guarding twos. I he's, I mean every point guard is so tall now it's probably even a little undersized to guard most ones, but uh I think his he'll be fine defensively as he matures and just learns the game and, you know, the rotations and everything cuz it's NBA defense now is so team scheme oriented, but I like his prospects as a shooter because he's a he's a good free throw shooter he's i think he's a good mid-range shooter not just a decent one so anyone who can shoot in the mid-range i I think can expand their range if they want to it's harder for guys who are jump shooters because it's the guys with the more push shots the set shots that get all that range the steph curry's the the dames it's why like a jj reddick his range ended at the three-point line. Guys who are jump sh- like Quentin Grimes, if you've watched, I know you've probably watched a lot of him as a Knicks fan, but if you watch him, if he gets even a step further, he starts having to jump forward and it changes his form. So I just think there's that adaptation. I know Michael Porter Jr. is a guy who does, who switches to a set shooter in, uh, or actually he switched to his, more of a set shooter as he got older because he wanted to expand his range. So there's always that option. But... I think it's – I don't want to spoil my, my lead for later, but it's an interesting move for them. It was the right move because the value they were probably going to get wasn't worth giving up a potential – I don't want to say generational, but that level of talent who could be a perennial all-star type talent. The value if they move the pick, you're saying? Yeah, if they traded the pick, I, I don't think they were going to get an equivalent value, and it would have probably been mortgaging their future for the present and – I don't think there was any move out there with that pick that would have made them enough of a contender to make the trade worth it. I agree. It's and but now they might be stuck uh, again. I we'll see, we could save the Dame aspect yeah. for later, but it it puts them they were going to be in a tr- tricky trade situation regardless of what they did because of uh, Charlotte passing on Scoot at two. Uh, other cool things, twins back-to-back in the top five is really cool. Really cool, really surprising. I didn't see the Rockets taking Asar. Or Amen. Os- Amen, I think, went up uh, to the Rockets. 
Amen went to the Rockets. Oh, sorry, I didn't see the Pistons taking Asar because they have the two point guards, essentially, in Cade and Jaden Ivey. Yeah. And I know he projects as kind of a wing because he's 6'5"-ish with long arms, but he's not a shooter, and neither is Ivey. And it's just not a, a neat fit. It's, but I guess they thought he was the best player available, so they went with it. And when you're in their position, where it's just horrible, <laughs> you <laughs> you kind of just you gotta just take the best player available. And because you could still move a Jaden Ivey, you could still move. I don't think they'll move Cade Cunningham because no. he was like he was kind of showing out before his injury last year. I wouldn't move Cade. I think he's awesome. I, I didn't. I wasn't a real believer in him at first because he didn't look great to me as a rookie but he got better throughout the year and i liked what i saw in his second year but yeah i I would definitely i think they're probably gonna be more willing to move ivy for sure especially if he doesn't expand his range because he can't shoot at all no yeah then that's that was surprising yeah uh and then what else we got uh koulibaly was my sleeper he went to the wizards at seven i was surprised he went that high but he has a lot of projected upside is extremely high as high as anybody outside of the top three or four that you probably will get in this draft not only was your sleeper picked higher than you thought he was traded up to get yeah because they were worried he was going to be gone and it's kind of a good move by a new wizards front office which they don't make many of and they're kind of on a hot streak with making solid moves for a fan base that is probably just thirsting for them i i think i've really liked all of the Wizards moved thus far. I like the Jordan Poole acquisition. He's probably going to average like 27 a game next year just as their lead guy. And I I think Koulibaly's a good sort of – he's probably a project. He's probably a couple years away from being what they think he could be. But that doesn't mean he won't be at Giannis was a couple years away from being what he could be. And Koulibaly's still growing. Yeah. Like Giannis. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but did you see everyone – uh, on Twitter was saying that uh, Kuminga grew like five inches and was now seven foot two, and Kendrick Perkins was like believed it and was talking about it on first take. <laughs> it was some some like fan account tweeted it, that. and then uh, Iguodala responded to it like, "Yeah, I just saw him; he's seven two. And then oh, Kendrick, just like to feed into yeah, it, yeah, like just being a troll basically. <laughs> and, and on first take, I think Kendrick Perkins was literally said like reports are saying that kuminga's seven two now <laughs> and he got got so bad it honestly the people on espn get they're so they, dumb. all they're the really time dumb. they get yeah. got by fake accounts all the time yeah. you see like ball sack sports they they quote tweet them and stuff it's like i don't understand how they could be that big and and just mess up all the time the worldwide leader it's quote unquote yeah uh uh jordan hawkins that was my sleeper he, yeah he uh, was a lottery pick right right at the end of the lottery. Uh, I thought he would go higher, honestly. I, I thought that his shooting would, would make him shoot up the the draft board because there's just not a lot of it in this class. But I like his situation. Uh, I think he'll be able to contribute right away. Just his That skill translates right away, and even if it's in spot minutes, I, I think that's a really good pick at that spot in the lottery. Uh, Cam Whitmore, surprising fall to 20. Yeah, it was it was surprising and it wasn't because some people were projecting him to go as high as four five, or five. five yeah. and But others, all the reports were saying that he was tanking his meetings. And I just remember one tweet being like, everyone's going to regret not drafting Cam Whitmore because he's an introvert. And 
I, I know while we were talking off the off camera and you were saying there's a lot of injury concerns and he was not doing well on his physicals, but that's what I heard on a podcast. Yeah, that some teams saw his knee and almost failed him. But getting him twenty is a steal. an absolute, especially steal. with us, uh, Amen Thompson. Yeah, getting Amen Thompson and Cam Whitmore and Ime Udoka this offseason, plus they have probably like fifty million in cap. The Rockets. Are good. They're fun. They are fun. I like Jamari Smith. Shangun is awesome. Shangun is awesome. Jalen Green is like a obviously a good piece for them right now. They don't. They're not going to win soon. I think they'll be better. They're not going to win anything of you know importance soon. But they could be a playoff team. I could see them being a, a play-in team and you know beating a team and making the playoffs. I, I the West is. I don't think there's going to be a, a team in the West this year that's Terrible. going to be tanking. That's going to actively be bad. Because even now the Spurs with Wemby, they were the worst team in the West. Uh-huh. The Rockets are, you'd think, would be improving, and they're probably going to bring in vets. I heard a Fred Van Vliet rumor, which is weird, because why do they need another guard? But I, I guess a steadying presence, and if they want to bring Amen Thompson along slowly. but The Jazz are making moves to compete. The Jazz are making moves to compete. I, I don't really love that move for them. No, I wouldn't bring in another center. Or I mean, I, I think he's more of a four, but either way, I, I think Markkanen is best served as a four. Yeah. I, I know he plays the three, and he played the three with the Cavs, and that, I think, actually led to his improvement. But I don't – I mean, and John Collins is kind of a stretch four. He's not like a great three-point shooter, but he does stretch the floor. It's, It's not a bad fit, but it's just not – I don't love it. It, do- it doesn't do anything for me. But, yeah, th- again, they're not actively tanking. They might not be very good, but they're not actively tanking. Yeah. I- I- the West is – other than the Nuggets there's and, like, I guess the Suns, depending on where you rate them, like, everyone else is kind of right there. I mean, the Grizzlies don't have Jaw for 25 games, so they that They got Marcus Smart. They do. Yeah, they did, but, I mean, he's – you know, a good fill-in, but not. He's gonna, no job. He'll be. Yeah. He'll be a great addition for that. When he's back. That stretch yeah, yeah, of the yeah. Year. yeah. Even for that first stretch of the year, he'll be like, who is that running back that the Steelers had that always used to fill in for Le'Veon during his suspensions? D- was it D'Angelo Williams? Uh, yeah. He'll, he'll, that's, it'll be exactly that role. And then like Connor, four touchdowns. And then James Conner. Four yeah. touchdowns through like two weeks. Le'Veon Bell will, will return from his suspension, and D'Angelo Williams will be Marcus Smart. He's a. I think he's a very good acquisition, he's, and he's a good fill-in for the time being. But what my point was just that those 25 games, their record probably won't be as good as it would have been. So Yeah. They weren't bad without Jaw last year, though. No, but they traded Tyus Jones. True. And I think he was a, a key conductor to that. And Marcus Smart's not a true point guard, and it gets into – and they're I mean, say what you will about Dylan Brooks, but he was a pretty important piece, and they're not bringing him back under any circumstances. Yeah. So, even if a comet is coming, even if he's the last player on Earth, and they and they, <laughs> and they need to fill out their last roster spot to stay in the NBA, they won't bring him back. That's that was there under no circumstances, no matter what. He's off. Even the if team. there's a fire. Even if there's a fire, no Dylan Brooks. Um, well, there's a keep in mind. There's a real chance that uh, the Clippers season goes totally haywire, and they're just in a direction they never saw coming when. In November, Kyrie's out for five months, and Paul George won't come back for like twelve weeks. You think they're signing? You think they're getting Kyrie? Is did I say Kyrie? I meant Kawhi. Oh, okay. I, I, you might have said Kawhi. I might have heard Kyrie. Either way, 
Yeah, you're right. The Clippers, I mean, have not gotten what they bargained for. No. And, I mean, they gave up Shea Gilgis-Alexander for Paul George, and he, Shea Gilgis-Alexander's already better than Paul George. Yeah. Not better than he ever was, just better than he is right now. He's getting close. He's getting close, but Paul George was really good back Paul, in the day. Paul George was – They have. do they have the same number of first-team All-NBAs? I don't remember if Paul George made it with the Pacers. I think he did. I mean, but also I'd be surprised though because he's a small forward, so he wouldn't have made it over like LeBron. True, but he could have made it as a two. Yeah, I I I didn't look, but either way, it's interesting thought is just how much his career was changed by that Team USA injury. Yeah, with that, which was like, I mean, like a horrible injury, but like the dumbest thing ever that they had the stanchion that close to the to the out of bounds line that you know they that's like they changed everything after that because for international that. basketball because of that yeah. one pick i missed how good is jaime haka is going to be in miami i mean he's just he's like a, a sick fit is that how you say his name by the way jaime Hawkes? i think so i've, I've just I, I it could be everyone saying it wrong i've heard jamie jock so i, I i'm could, pretty sure that's you're not probably it. saying it right i'm but, going off what i've heard announcers say so i trust them me too. I think I just heard on the on ESPN them say like Jamie Jacques. Well, you also so heard them say that, that Kuminga was seven two. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> don't believe everything you hear on ESPN. Is moral of the story. Um, yeah, I, he's just exactly what because it's Max Struess is out, Jaime Jaquez is in. I think I might Plug like Jamie Jacques better. I don't know or Jaime Jacques either way. It's a little too close to Jimmy John. Yeah, he's a good fit. Really good culture fit. Um, the last thing I have, two Kobe's drafted in the first round. This is uh, the Kobe effect. We've already seen the, the Jalen Rose effect with all the Jalens. Yeah. So, I mean, it's probably safe to say Kobe popularized the name more than ever before. No, a single other besides, like, beef. I had a Kobe C-O-B-Y that I knew in college, but... Kobe. Uh, it's like Kobe Bryant, the... the um, the cornerback. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which is ridiculous, but yeah, it is. <laughs> but... <laughs> Especially because Kobe was still like, yeah, yeah. I think a champ, like an NBA champion, by the time that kid was born. I mean, it's like Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, true. You know what was a really good commercial? Do you remember the? <clears throat> I think it was. I don't remember what it was for, but it was just this like somewhat out of shape middle-aged white guy going to restaurants and like a uh, table for michael jordan and they look up and they're disappointed and he's just <laughs> sad and it's like eight different scenes of that i think i've seen it but I'd, i i i wouldn't have ever remembered it if you hadn't brought it up it was really good i think about it a lot actually that's i hate that i like michael b jordan i'm a big fan of his it wasn't it was just it was michael oh jordan. it was regular michael jordan regular oh then michael i don't jordan that's even funnier actually yeah, like I, like hostesses would like and just like yeah. chefs would come out and for, like to see him, see, and it's and just, just walk back in, and it's just Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. I gotta look that up. Um, other housekeeping: Chris Paul is a warrior. That's interesting because the Warriors and Steph kind of just stormed past the CP3 Clippers in line for a championship like eight years ago. Well, yeah, and like. They notoriously don't like each other. Yeah. Like Chris Paul has you you know the the video of him like fake laughing at Steve Kerr. Uh there's like there's like a lot of beef there and there's the uh there's videos of Chris Paul dicing him up, making him fall. <laughs> like and... kicking the shit out of him and on the yeah, court. Yeah, yeah. It's 
<clears throat> I, at this point in his career, I, th I think Chris Paul is... He's, like, notoriously kind of an asshole, but if he's on your team, I think he's your asshole. Uh -huh. I, I, think, I, I think he just wants to win, and that rubs people the wrong way when they're not on his team because he's annoying. But when he's on your team, it's like... It's like Draymond, honestly, but I think it'll be interesting to see him and Draymond interact. Uh, if they bring Draymond back, which they probably will. I, I think they will. I, I don't necessarily know that they should, depending on the money they give him. It's diminishing returns at this point, but he's kind of the heart and soul of the team. So it's. Do you, do you think if they bring him back on a slightly bigger deal than you would be comfortable giving him there's a window in like a year or so if, if the season doesn't go as they want that he's tradable maybe to somewhere like detroit is there like a possibility there because he's like a michigan guy played at michigan state if the only it would have to be as i don't think detroit would give up any assets to get him oh i mean i think it would have to be you as would as probably a get him down. on yeah I, I, I would imagine that's what it would be i mean but like i don't a, know if they would do that to him I thought it is sending him home. Yeah, that that's why I ask. And a lineup of like Cade, Osar, Thompson, Draymond. I don't know who their four is, and, and Wiseman. It was Bojan Bogdanovic last year. I think he's still <laughs> they, with do them. They have Bagley. They no. do have Bagley. Yeah, they is both. That, of them. Is that like a is that a serviceable lineup in the East? Can that get you to be a playoff playing team? I mean, it depends on how you project Cade and and Thompson. I, I, it could be. But, and also, I mean, who knows what the East, where they're going to be, but it could be. Sure. I, I I don't know what Draymond will look like a year from now. I, I, I don't his know offense what Draymond has will been, look like in October. Yeah, his offense has kind of been falling off a cliff for a while now. and The Max Kellerman Award. <sighs> that's another good one. You're just throwing out all the good ones that aren't we aren't using. This is two weeks in a row. Um, do you remember what the last one was? I do. All right, cool. Uh... Yes, you're two weeks away from me forgetting. All right. That's um, impressive. You actually... Oh, all right. Yeah. Keep going. Either way. I have tangent later. Yes. Um, but, yeah. I, I don't know. It's... I don't love them re-signing Draymond, but I know they kind of have to. It's just I, one of those things. Yeah. It's... the. I think smart money, you don't re-sign him. I think taking emotion and sentiment out you don't re-sign him and you let him go because you know that he's not the player he was a couple years ago but he's still a winning player and he's still ingrained in that culture and that team and everything so it's it's a necessary evil almost he's a good veteran presence one of the best defensive players of his generation and now and four titles wipes out it does. Sensibility. And also, now you have to wonder, now that they moved on from Poole and not him, granted Poole didn't play well, you have to wonder who the bad guy really was in that scenario. Granted, he shouldn't have punched his teammate in the face, so yeah. he, he's not the, the good guy here, but you have to wonder what Poole said to him to get him there. Because by all intents and purposes, he is everyone else that is his teammate seems to like him. So They must know who leaked that video. The Warriors? Yeah, probably. I'm happy it was leaked. Me too. Pretty awesome, but yeah. uh yeah, it's not it's not great. It's not great, Bob. <laughs> um other housekeeping, Tim Wea to Juventus confirmed this morning by uh the soccer guru Fabrizio Romano. I'm happy about it. I I think it's an upgrade in league. I think I think he shows what he's capable of when he plays for the US. 
and I think teams see that because he's always shown out when he plays for us. Had a great World Cup. Had a great World Cup, had a good Nations League. He didn't score, but I, I really liked what he did. I I just hope that they use him properly and they try to harness his ability instead of turning him into a wingback. I, I just think he's best suited up front. Uh, but I'm excited. I think it's a good move. And I I like the Italian League for players like him. I Me just too. I just think it's less physical. You're able to – freedom of movement, stuff like that. Yeah. His dad is a Serie A legend. That too. Um, Cesar Aspilicueta is... Chelsea legend. Yeah, is moving to Inter Milan on a free transfer. They're releasing him a year early from his contract to let him get his desired move. He was bought for £7 million when he came to Chelsea and has played hundreds of games, has been their captain for many years. Um, the fans call him Dave because Aspilicueta is an impossible name for British soccer fans to pronounce. So they just call him Dave? His nickname of Dave. He embraced That's it. That's really funny. It's, it's cool. They have a song where this, his name is Dave, something like oh, that. Oh, I think I've heard that, and I didn't know they were talking about him. Yeah. Um, won every title that there is to win with Chelsea. Um, so it's sad to see him go, but he's, on, he's in his mid-30s, so he's not the player that he was at his peak, but he's still really good. I'm sure he'll start for Inter. Um, Mateo Kovacic is going to Manchester City. I'm very upset about that because he is really good, and I don't like when Pep Guardiola gets really good midfielders, even though they just lost Gundogan. Um, it's a pretty good one for one. Yeah, it is. And it, it is cool that Gundogan's going to Barcelona. I really like him, and I get to root for him more. Yeah, he's cool. Um, College World Series, LSU won. They beat Florida like 100 to 2 <laughs> yesterday after losing like 100 to less than 2 for some reason the day before. You know, it's I, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, but I turned on the TV and and the game was on, the LSU Florida game, mm-hmm. and I I must have seen the only runs that Florida scored. Cuz I was like, "Oh, Florida's good. Nice." And I thought they were I think they were winning at the time. I think they had just hit a homer. Was this this was probably yesterday in like the first inning. Yeah, I think that's what it was. And it was and I I hadn't been following at all in complete honesty so i had no idea they were getting massacred and i was like oh wow this is this is cool and then turns out that it was their only runs that they scored like the whole time yeah well they the crazy thing is they won by 20 the day before florida yeah yeah um steve cohen is doing a live press conference today or tomorrow to address the mets cataclysm and uh ryan mallet died he drowned that's really sad rest in peace ryan mallet yeah uh i mean there's only so much we can. The guy died. Uh, you know, we're not we're not gonna deep dive on it. It just sucks. No, yeah, it sucks. But, Sorry, but the the Mets thing is interesting. Highest payroll ever. Yeah, it's it's crazy how bad they are. They haven't honestly. been this far out of first place since June two thousand three. That's crazy. Yeah, because their rosters like games out of first place too, and, and their rosters like not bad. I, I, it's, the, it's the same as the Yankees. It's like on paper you'd be like, oh, the team's going to be good. It's why everyone projected them both to be good. But every one of their players, every one of the Yankees players, not everyone, but the vast majority of both teams is playing not up to their career caliber. It's yeah. bizarre. I, I don't know if it's the New York spotlight is too bright on some of these guys. It's... I, I don't love that narrative. I'm kind of over it now. It's it's enough now. Just like figure it the fuck out. I'm, I, I've had I've seen enough guys come in and, and suck that and then go so, like if Aaron Hicks keeps doing well, I might have to kill someone. <laughs> I, I just I can't. I don't know who it's gonna be. It could be myself for all I know. But I just I can't. I 
He's hitting 300 in 20 games with them. 320, I thought. Oh, even better. Great. What the fuck? He couldn't play at all. No, for us. he was not a major league player. No, not even close. He wasn't even a minor league player for the Yankees. And then and Sonny Gray, he leaves. Becomes a Cy Young candidate again. Joey Gallo still sucks, so that makes me happy. That was obvious. Yeah, Gary Sanchez, terrible. Yeah, he had a couple good weeks, and now back to bad again. So I, it's just, I just don't understand it. I, is is it just New York? What? I don't know. I'm I'm I agree with you that. Uh, the the pinstripes are heavy narrative is a little played out, but I do think like some of these guys probably just can't take it. Like Sonny Gray, I'm I more buy into it because like a pitcher is different. Yeah, that's like one of the more unique positions in all of sports. Yeah. Um, but I think like I'm sure it's a thing for other guys. Like Gallo said, it got to him. Yeah. And like I can't. It would get it would get to me. To him. Like I'm not gonna pretend like it's not like a real thing if everyone's being like this guy stinks. That you wouldn't be like oh, I must stink, and then it's, like that, that, like you need you need self confidence to be a, like a good professional athlete. Absolutely, but just like they got they got therapists on staff. Yeah, but at, the, like, at a certain point, I look. I wish they did, but I'm just saying. Like I think it's legit that being a Yankee just gets to some guys. No, it it does. It absolutely gets to some guys, but it's. Now, not just the Yankees, it's the Mets. It's two franchises that are crumbling under the weight of New York. It's very, um, it's just fan bases that are pretty impatient and... Loud. I, yeah, and uh, it's like Chelsea's the same way. It's kind of a little, there's a lot of toxicity, and like I certainly contribute to that because I'm impatient and loud when it comes to the teams I support. But uh, it, somewhere like Milwaukee, you're not going to get hate if you're struggling. No, but you're not going to get the same level of love you get in New York either. That's true, you, but when you're struggling, the hate it, s- it sounds is loud. a lot louder than the love. It is, but if you win in New York, you are a legend forever. Yeah. Like, you think a guy like Nick Swisher, if he played anywhere else for his whole career, would still be remotely relevant? Great, no. very good player, great guy. I love his energy. He was very popular during his time playing but there's a ton of guys like that that you never hear about again but it's because he was a yankee and he won as a yankee that he's a legend forever yeah it's i just think it makes players it it, yes it breaks players but it just feels like no one's been made in a long time and it feels that way because it's what about judge like judge will be an all-time great because he was the he'll be the captain of the yankees for a decade yeah, but Judge performs. Yeah. it's why, And Stanton performs in the playoffs. It's why people are a lot quieter about him, even though he's been, like, Bad. since he's been back, like, the worst player in baseball. <laughs> but it's, I just am tired of it. I just, and then, like, just, like, stop booing so much then or something. I don't know. I, I don't like it when they boo guys before they even hit. Yeah, I agree. I, I, didn't, like, I didn't like what fans did to Aaron Hicks in spring training. How on earth do you expect the guy to come in and perform when you boo him before his first spring training at bat? And then this happens. He's yeah, he gets out and like that sucks. I do folk in Baltimore. Take it easy on. I don't think. I don't think a rational person, a rational fan, a person who genuinely cares about the team's success, boos a guy before his first at bat. I agree. It's, it's like rooting against your own team. It's like the like I am not a Julius Randle big fan. You know, but I root for him to succeed with the Knicks, even if it's at, even if it's makes me wrong yeah. because I'm a Knicks fan. 
I'm not, I mean, I'm a me fan too, but I'm a Knicks fan probably first. So I, it just, it bothers me. It really bothers me. And it's, it, like, even now with Donaldson, it's like, you, they boo him before he even gets up. And, like, the guy won an MVP, and it's like, I'm sure he's trying. Don't boo him before <laughs> he gets up. Let him, let him suck and then boo him. It's, it pisses me off. Yeah. Uh, do you want to move on to one big thing? Oh, and my one, oh my god, we haven't done either one big thing. No. Oh god, I'm sorry, I've been talking so much, I'm all um, riled up. I think I'm first. You are first. Okay, so my one big thing, Henrik Lundqvist is going to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Deservedly so. Yeah, without question. This is his first year of eligibility. One of the best goaltenders of all time, and certainly the best of his generation. He was a life, lifetime ranger who played for 15 seasons in the blue sweater. Five-time All-Star. His 459 wins puts him sixth all-time. He's 13th all-time in save percentage, 17th all-time in shutouts. His number 30 was retired by the Rangers in 2022. He was the reason that I wore number 30 as a goalie when I played hockey growing up. And I would go to Ranger games and watch, just stare at him for like 80% of it just to see what he did. And the fact that he's retired hasn't really set in yet, and the fact that he's in the Hall of Fame is just crazy. I mean, like you said, totally deservedly so, but time flies. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even a huge hockey fan, and we've got his jersey, autographed jersey on my wall in my house. Yeah. He's just a New York legend. Yeah, it's... 100%. An icon of New York sports. Absolutely. One, I... of the best, well, one of the best dressed athletes of all time. I didn't know that, but good for you, Hank. Yeah. We love a, a well-dressed guy. Frank, Ladies go crazy for a sharp-dressed man. Frank Nilakina, another well-dressed New York legend. Same caliber as, as Hank. Frank and Hank is what they call them. In the <laughs> the kids these days are calling them. Dynamic duo of New York sports. Um, yeah, I don't have much to add. Just New York legend, happy Lundquist, for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go to my one big thing. Fire away. I've got a. Uh, it's Chris Porzingis traded to the Celtics. We another might another New York legend. Another New York legend. Did I don't think we touched on this last episode, right? No, yeah, it happened okay. before the draft. Okay, so we are very well documented as saying that the Celtics needed to make a change. I thought it was going to be Jalen Brown. I think I was being short-sighted because it seems like that was never going to happen. But I think getting Porzingis is a good move for them. It's a huge change. I think it's a necessary change. I I just think at a certain point you I, people How don't like to say yeah, and people don't like to say this, but sometimes you do need to change it up for the sake of changing it up. Sometimes yeah. it's just too stagnant. And I think him and Al Horford offer a lot of the same things, so they're kind of a one for one substitute when one is out or one is injured and they or can, one is 38 and one is 38. Although Al was kind of balling for like better than he'd ever played for a stretch there. And he was it was awesome. You yeah. just can't rely on him. Yeah, and you can't rely on Porzingis either. So I guess the hope is that one of them is healthy. But I think he's a good fit. I I like his stretchability. I I like that for them. I worry that he outperformed his. I worry that he performed really well in a contract year, and now that he's about to get paid, he won't. Uh, but. Just because I've I've seen him f- firsthand, he's very fic- fickle. He's you just never know what you're gonna get from him. I was kind of hoping the Knicks got him because that would have probably involved a Randall move, and he honestly would have been a perfect fit for the Knicks. So I'm kind of sad about that, and I kind of like the redemption arc of it all. And now he's in Boston, and I 
don't inherently don't like Boston. Uh-huh. Like as much as I am, tr- I try to be objective. It's just in my blood that I can't root for them. But I think he's a good get, and I like the move to shake things up. Yeah, like you said, it was stagnant. They certainly uh, can look back and say that they didn't pull the plug too early because, I mean, even from back from when they had like it and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. This core was getting really close and just wasn't good enough to get over the top. They were really close against the Warriors. They were really close last year, at least to getting to the finals, obviously. Yeah. And like you said, this is a direction change for them, and who knows if it's going to work. If uh, if it if it goes like they hope it can, I'm sh- it will work, and it'll be a great move. Yeah. Um, moving off the Marcus Smart era for them, that's he's been there for nine years. Yeah. Very fast. It, that's... Again, an, another big culture shift. But this actually, it leads me into another thought I just had. And this is to your credit. This is something you pointed out that I hadn't fully considered. It's that Missoula was hired, not hired, but just made head coach so late into the process of, like, basically, like, right before preseason. And so they didn't have a chance to fill out his coaching staff. They now brought on uh, Sam Cassell and Steven Silas, both I mean, I don't know how Sam Cassell hasn't been a head coach yet, but he's been in consideration for, like, every head coaching job there's ever been. And Silas, and has, Silas been, yeah. has been, although not, wasn't a good a, not a good one. But he was apparently a great assistant. I think bringing those guys in, I'm sure they brought in someone else. I, th- I think they brought in another pretty big name that I'm forgetting. But I think that bringing in two very good assistant coach, very two high-level assistant coaches will help balance out the culture shift a little bit that Marcus Smart leaves, a little bit of that void because they're now prominent voices and Sam Cassell is like Mr. Assistant Coach. So I, I just I just think it's... I think the Celtics are pushing the right buttons right now. I, I They have a little bit of a hole now, I think, unless they're keeping Peyton Pritchard, but I think he requested a trade. I guess there's minutes for him now, so maybe he won't have to. They have a lot of guard depth. They could even move Brogdon and, and keep Pritchard and uh, Derek White if they wanted to. You th- But that's not a lot of guard depth. If no, they moved, I mean, I'd l- if they I moved before, one of them... Before Smart, they moved yes, Smart. they had they had depth to work with. Yeah. That's why they could afford to move it, but I still think they need another guard not not necessarily, but like a Derrick Rose would be a good fit for them. Just another. Oh, come on, I don't want that. I don't want that either. I'm not rooting for it, but it, it, he's just the first. Well, I mean, guard you that know I thought most of. NBA G- GMs listen to the show, so yeah, you're putting right. that idea out there. Brad Stevens is frothing at the mouth right now. <laughs> I'm giving him ideas. Um, yeah, that's my one big thing. Uh, cool. Do you want to move on to awards? You want to do awards first or the draft? Oh, the draft. Yeah, I told. Sorry. It's okay. Brain fart. Yeah. I was like, wow, we're, we're getting through, cruising through the last half of this yeah. episode. Yeah. No, okay. No. We got the so, meat now. Yeah, we are doing the draft of, I believe we described this as um, siblings of superstar athletes that were either like busts, not good, or just spent their entire careers just living in the shadow of their star slash superstar slash very good slash notable slash famous slash adjective sibling. Before you got to adjective, you were just nailing adjectives, though. That was really good. I, I, I don't know how you came up with all those so fast. That was awesome. I collaborate with Eminem. Okay, as you should. Yeah. Uh, um, who's I, got the first pick? Uh, I will let you take the first pick because right. it feels right. And because I think you know who I want. My first pick is Chris Smith. So for those who don't know, Chris Smith is the brother of J.R. Smith, who was only on the Knicks 
solely because of JR, because the Knicks wanted to make JR happy. He was described in a Sports Illustrated article as an NBA player only in the most superficial sense possible. He is definitively the worst player in the league, so far removed from the NBA's demarcation line that even his inclusion on the Knicks summer league team was quite obviously awry. Which is maybe the most insulting couple of sentences I've ever read about a player, and it's so true, and I just learned this. His signing was fully guaranteed, and it pushed the Knicks into... Luxury, I, luxury tax. tax territory, so it cost them like two or three million dollars just to have him extra on top of his minimum s- salary. So it was just the most egregious example of nepotism I've ever seen. The NBA should have a um, an exception, like a contract exception, just where you could just pay someone brother. under the table. Yeah, well, like, like that's a what cap it, of like two million. Isn't Adidas paying Derrick Rose's brother Reggie forever? Rose, yeah. yeah. So there, yeah, there's a lot of that going on. But Chris Smith is he wasn't even like it's not like a borderline NBA prospect. It was he averaged like eight a game at Louisville as a senior. Like wasn't a wasn't ever going to sniff the Should have NBA. been playing in Portugal. Yeah, like could like a low-level European league player, and I think that's what he was after the Knicks. And then they cut him, and Jr. like posted on his Instagram story like, you like it's, it's a business. It's, yeah, like some about it, your enemies are always your friends or whatever. And Chris Smith tweeted like it's this won't be the last of me, but like it was the last of him. Yeah, just not even close to an NBA player. That quote summed it up beautifully. Um, I knew you were going to have Chris Smith, but I, I told you before the episode I w- was overflowing with confidence that you would have an obscure one, and that wasn't it. Okay. So I'm still I'm still very confident you're going to have this obscure one. Okay. But that wasn't it. My first pick is going to be Cooper Manning. Oh, um, okay. I, I, know I kept that, him off my list. I, I really thought about it, but like most of my draft picks, when things th- these kind of things we do, a lot of them are stupid. So I wanted to have one like surefire. It's yeah, you're, his, both his brothers are Hall of Famers. Over. Yeah, and yeah. I know they say like any sibling who had an injury that kept them from having a professional career, he was the special one. He would have been the best, and it was some back chronic back thing that kept him out. But I gotta go with him one one. Yeah, two. I think he was like one hit away from being paralyzed for life. Yeah, happens to a lot of WWE guys too. Uh, snake draft, right? Yeah, saying he was gonna be the best feels pandery disingenuous yeah it does it's there's there's no way that's impossible yeah but he he could have been a good nfl player yeah, i, I believe that receiver. for sure yeah yeah but so like just inherently position value alone yeah he, he would not have been considered the the most iconic absolutely um, my second pick don't do it well don't. i don't think you have this. okay okay my second pick is rob ryan oh i almost had him on there i almost had him on there <laughs> rob ryan um, very famous defensive coordinator, very famous silver flowy, doesn't look real hair. Mm-hmm. Rex Ryan once quoted as saying that Rob's refusal to cut his hair was keeping him from getting head coaching interviews, which was total nonsense because multiple times, I think in a row, he had the worst defense in the league yards wise. Rex Ryan. Can you name another head coach with hair like that though? Um, Ever? Not off the top of my head. I'm not sure that there ever has been. That's all I'm saying. No, you're probably right. It could have been a fact. I wouldn't be shocked if there ever never will be. Um, Rex Ryan, iconic. Yeah. Not just 
not just in New York. I'm not even a Jets fan, and he's one of my favorite coaches ever. Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, just His cameo in That's My Boy is iconic. Unbelievable. I, I don't even I, – I would love to get a 30 for 30 just on the approach <laughs> to Rex Ryan for that. Um, hilarious guy. Guaranteed a Super Bowl the second he stepped into the job. Just way better than his brother. Yeah. That's – that's a really good pick. He was really close to making my big board, but I, I just – I didn't want to go coach, but I like it. All right, so I got two picks in a row here. Yes, you do. Okay, so this is my layup pick that I, I thought you might have taken here, and it's Leangelo Ball. On my list. Yeah. He – I mean, both his brother. I mean, sad for Lonzo, but, I mean, either way, both his brothers were top prospects, top top draft picks. Both were – I mean, Lamelo's still a very good NBA player – Board, like if healthy could very well be an all-star this year Lonzo was a very good NBA player and hopefully he's able to play again and Leandro is just kind of there and yeah. he who knows what he could have been if he hadn't stolen those sunglasses which he didn't need to do because his he has a lot of money but it's he's a he's a good shooter but he has no business being on an NBA roster. I've always rooted for Leangelo, and I almost bought his jersey over the other guys. But he's been on the Hornets summer league teams. He's been on their preseason rosters solely because of Lamelo, uh-huh. and that's my that's my second pick. Stolen sunglasses was just a bad move. I don't think he was ever going to be that good. No, I don't think he was ever going to be that good. But he could have. You never know. I don't. He would never have been at the level of either of his brothers. I don't think he would have gotten drafted. I don't think he would have gotten drafted. I think he would have had a better chance at making the NBA. If he didn't get kicked off his college team, yes. I agree with that. Yes. But, uh, I think it would have helped his development. Either either way, <laughs> not to get too deep into the Leangelo lore. You have so another pick? I have another pick. I could go a couple ways here. I'm going to go with a little bit of an ex- obscure one. I'm going to go with Ozzy Canseco, Jose, Jose Canseco's brother. So Was ho- he featured in that book you recommended to me? Juiced? Yes. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think he's mentioned because he was a fringe, like, had no business. Again, was not a good MLB player. Uh-huh. Was on played on the A's with Jose. He's Jose's well known for being a juice head and a narc, and and being illiterate on Twitter, and also are maybe most famous to people today for giving up a home run by having a fly ball land on his head. Oh, I've seen and that. Bounce I didn't the know that was him. Yeah, that's him. Ozzy Canseco played 24 games in the MLB. There's some conspiracy theories that the A's brought up Ozzy Canseco solely so that they could get Jose extra at-bats. That they had one of them at DH, one of them in the field, and they just had sent Jose up there twice. (laughs) There's, like, some people that genuinely believe that. And he is now very well known for... Going to celebrity autograph signings, posing as Jose. Just so Jose doesn't have to do it? Yes, and there was a celebrity boxing match that Jose was being paid, I think, $10,000 to... Is that the Barstool one? I don't think so. I think it was a very low-tier celebrity boxing match. And Ozzy went, and everyone there was like, noticed that he doesn't have any of the same tattoos. And (laughs) they kicked him out, sued the Consecos, won, and yeah, so Ozzy Conseco. Just a funny one. That's a good pick. Yeah. Do you know who Arthur Jones is? I do not. He's my next pick. Okay. He's the brother of Chandler and John Bones Jones. Wow. Yeah. 
He played six or seven years in the league. Okay. Um, he was a fifth-round pick at Syracuse from Endicott, New York. Um, by all means, very respectable cup of coffee in the NFL, but his brother is one of the greatest pass rushers of all time, and mm-hmm. his other brother is... Maybe by, the best UFC fighter. By that. most, seemingly most accounts, uh, the best UFC fighter of all time. Mm-hmm. So Certainly one of. Yeah, it'd be hard to live in one of their shadows, but... Yeah, I mean, both. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. That, that, tough. That would be like being a third Winklevoss that went to <laughs> BU instead of Harvard. Yeah. I say that as BU alum. Yes, the Winklevoss triplets. <laughs> the one who just, yeah, was a was on the startup of Twitter, not Facebook. Um, and then I have another pick, correct? Yes. I am going to go with Jim Harbaugh. As a player? No. As a coach? Yes. Because, okay. I just think John Harbaugh is a better coach. I mean, he's been with that team for forever. He won a Super Bowl over his brother. Yeah. Pretty consistently got to the playoffs. Um, Jim was also a fantastic coach with the 49ers. Um, had one bad year at the end, and then they just – one of the true mutually decided to part ways events ever, I think, in coaching hires or fires. Went to his alma mater of Michigan. Took a long time to get that program really to where they wanted to. Beat Ohio State the last two years, made the college football playoff twice. I just don't think he is as good a coach. Who has better pants? I really like Jim Harbaugh's Walmart khakis. Yeah. And when I was a camp counselor, we did flag football. And one of the weeks, I was the 49ers. And every single day... You wore Walmart khakis? I went, Yeah. I went to Walmart, got two pairs of khakis, spent like $17 total. Worst coach, better pants. Yes. Safe to say? Yeah. Okay. I think so. All right. The Jim Harbaugh story. So I've got my last... We, all, we messed this up last time. I've got my did last we? two picks now. And then you have a pick? I have made four picks. So I have my... Fourth and fifth, and then okay. Yes. We're, so we are we are doing this right. All right. Oh, there's a couple ways I could go. I'm happy we haven't taken any of each other's picks yet. I have so many. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna be all over some of these. All right. I've tried to stay away from the ones that I expected you to take. I know, and that's why I don't want to go with this one, but I'm going to. I'm going to go with all of the Antetokounmpo brothers. All, all on my list. Yes, all three of them. They, none of them have remotely been productive NBA players. All of them have featured prominently at All Star Weekend and been on fringe NBA players for the last since Giannis's career started. Thanasis is older than Giannis. Managed to make the Knicks. I I think just like in hopes that one day he might want out. Now he's just Giannis's hype man. And you see on Twitter, everyone argues about how his value is not as an NBA player. It's just because he makes Giannis happy and that it makes him more valuable than an end of bench guy, which might be true in the NBA. Yeah. But it still is ridiculous that he's taking a roster spot from good players and his two brothers, Kostas. And I think it's Alex have never performed and have continued to get contracts. Now I think they're both playing in Greece, which is where they should be playing because they're not good enough to be in the NBA. And and Giannis had the audacity early in his career to say that Alex was the best of them all. And it's just like, come on now. I don't even think he ever played in an NBA game. He may not have. He was in the on a, probably on a two-way deal, I think, for a couple years. So it's a bit of a cop-out pick. But he's got three brothers that are all doing the same thing. So I'm taking all of the Antetokounmpo's minus Giannis. Um, you have one more pick? Oh, oh I do have one more pick. Oh, f- Okay. 
Are we gonna do an honorable mention? Yeah, we can. Okay. So then. Okay. This is. I'm so torn on this one, dude. Do I want to go with a good one? No. I don't. Are you sure? No. I'm going to go Cecil Newton, Cam wow. Newton's brother. Younger brother, right? Cam Newton. No, I think it's his older older brother. Oh, he has a younger brother that played college ball, too, at Howard, I think. Was he a quarterback? Yeah. C- Cecil's a, a center. Oh, my goodness. He went to Tennessee State, and he made a couple practice squads out of the league. He's a center. I actually didn't know this fellow existed. Yeah, MVP, Hall of Famer, brother, center. Yeah, that's <laughs> what's yeah. his listed weight. It's a he big boy. Be, yeah, it must be at least six five too, six four, six five. He's a big boy. He's six. Nope, six two. What the? Six heck? two three ten. <laughs> I mean, jeez. Yeah, Heisman Trophy winning quarterback for a brother, handsome guy. Beautiful smile, and then your six two three ten center. Okay, I need to consult quickly. Consult our first live guest. Did you know that Cecil Newton existed? No, but I'm pretty sure Cam's got a brother who's a running back at Auburn too. That's cool. I didn't know that. How many siblings does Cam Newton have? All of them. That one's <laughs> definitely not one by. Yeah, he's got Kalen Newton. Kalen Newton is the quarterback, I think. Right. I th- um, I think so. No, he's the he's a he's a receiver actually. Where did he play? Um, William and Mary. I feel like he is he a converted quarterback? Maybe. Either yeah. Either way, neither of them are as good as as Cam. Not even close. But no. Um, Cecil Newton didn't know he existed until this draft. Uh, so my last pick, and the last pick of the draft, is Florentine. Uh, I'm not sure if that's how to pronounce the name. Pogba. Oh, I look. Uh, yeah, he's a good one. He is Paul Pogba's um, older brother. He currently plays for, and I will not pronounce this correctly, Mohun Bagan Athletic Club in West Bengal. He um, plays as a, as a defender on the Guinean national team. Oh. His brother is one of the more iconic players of this generation, Paul Pogba, a French international, World Cup winner, played for uh, Manchester United, Juventus, Manchester United, <laughs> cur- currently with Juventus. <laughs> <laughs> Juventus, <laughs> Manchester United. <laughs> um, but no, certainly one of, for, for years, one of the better players in the world, one of the best midfielders of his generation, one of the more talented dribblers from the midfield position and skill skill move guys that you can find iconic fifa card um one of the most electric players of our generation yeah without a doubt and his brother um is not that when you say plays for the Ghanaian national team do you mean he like he played like actively or just like 32 has he been capped by them or like he just 31 times okay all right. For the so he's res- team. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. So that's respectful. Good they're for not him. France. No. No. But pretty good. You didn't take who I was sure you were going to take. Derek Watt. Jeremy Giambi. He was there. I was. I could have <laughs> gone Jeremy Giambi. I was. I had him. I had. I guess I'll just do my honorable mentions now since we're since we're done. I had uh, Zoran Dragic. 
Goran's brother. That's good. Who played with him on the Suns and the Heat, played in six games, pretty or was it 16 games across two seasons, averaged 1.8 points. I had David Carr as an honorable mention. Da- yeah, I he, I almost went with David Carr on my list. I had Michael Thompson, the brother of Clay and Trace. And who, the son of Michael Thompson. And the son of Michael, but spelled differently. Spelled with an I? The spelled son? with an no, with a Y, but with an E at the end. No, with an E beat instead of an A. Michael. Michael. Yes, Michael Thompson. He, Michael uh, Ultra. Fun fact, yes. That's pretty good. But Thank he you. played in with Seth Curry in the G League before Seth was good. It was a fun fact. Yeah, so they were the G League Splash Brothers. We, we need to have like a counter of times that we... Either of us says that is a fun fact. <laughs> so I think it's once an episode. Yeah, at the very least, I'd probably say that at least once a day. It's, <laughs> I appreciate facts that are fun. I have uh, Jared Stahl, S T A A L, a hockey player whose three brothers played like 15 plus years in the NHL, mm-hmm. and he basically had a cup of coffee. Okay, I've got Billy Ripken, Cal Ripken Jr.'s brother, whose his claim to fame is actually he took his team picture that went on a card that got printed like and sold and on the the knob of the the bat it said fuck face on it <laughs> and and that's on the card that's awesome so that's what he's best known for uh i have tony durant who i don't think played basketball i just wanted to give a shout out to tony durant well known for having not played basketball i guess uh i had all of the other gronkowskis Ooh, that's good yeah i almost went with them there's like 40 of them none of them were anywhere near as good as as Gronk. That's a good one. I, yeah. I've got Larry Yount, Robin Yount's brother. This is this one was just for a fun fact, and I know you're going to like this one. So Robin Yount's a Hall of Famer, best player to ever play for the Brewers. Larry was a pitcher, minor league pitcher, made his debut in 1971, ran out to the mound, threw a couple warm-up pitches, his elbow hurt, so he pulled himself out, never played again. <laughs> Never played again. It's just not sorry, not for me. Never pitched. No, just he played in the minors. Sorry, never pitched in the MLB again. Uh-oh. And that was. And so he's the only pitcher in MLB history to appear in a game and be on the record, but never face a batter. How was he on the record? Because he appeared. He got. He got put into the game. He just got. I thought he was throwing warm up pitches only. On the mound, he got called in oh, from the bullpen. Oh, got okay. on the mound, threw a couple warm up pitches. I didn't know it worked like that. Yeah. Okay, cool. That is a good one. That's a, yeah, fun fact. Yeah, that is a very fun fact. Um, very fun fact. Yes. More than just a yeah. fun fact. And yeah, Derek Watt, obviously. I mean, his, both his brothers are, I mean, JJ's a Hall of Famer. TJ's headed that way. And Derek's just like a decent fullback. So you're sandwiched between two generational pass rushers and you're just like an okay fullback. <laughs> I didn't want to do it, but he was, he was the one that I really almost went with him and the Gronkowskis, all of them, was my, my, the ones that I was really deliberating on. I had uh, Patrick Weah, Tim Weah's younger brother who plays for Liberia. Okay. It's, yeah, I just think Tim's not, yeah. I get it. It's just mostly because His the dad. flags are very similar and oh, it confuses yeah. me in FIFA. Mm-hmm. Because, like, a couple of FIFAs ago, I spent a lot to develop Patrick Weah into a sick international for the U.S. And Oh, yep. Yep. That'll happen. Uh, I had Kevin Prince Boateng, Jerome's brother. But he was pretty good for a little while, wasn't he? He was, but Jerome Boateng's one of the better defenders of the last yeah. 10 years. I just remember Kevin Prince being pretty prominent for it at a time i think in one world cup he played like a lot yeah that's basically all i have yeah that's all for me cool 
Want to so, move on to awards? Yeah. Um, who, who was first? Do you want me to go first? Because you did one big thing or because yeah. I got first pick. All right. So I'm going to give out the Ross and Rachel Award. So it's to two parties. It's two parties, okay. Is it? Does it have to do with being on a break? That plays into it, but it's not the most prominent. It's more just like the will they, won't they? That is exactly what it is. Okay. That is exactly what it is. <laughs> um, In fact, that was my exact thinking, is the will they, won't they. Is it Draymond and the Warriors? No. I'll give you another guess. We talked about them pretty prominently already. Oh, oh, it's, it's, it's Dame. Yeah, it's, it's Dame and the Blazers. And the okay, Blazers. yeah, okay. It's, this is why I was saying I didn't want to get too into it because I genuinely believe that both parties love each other. I really do. I think Dame loves Portland and being a trailblazer. I think they love him there. I think it's just time to make a decision. You can't it, – it's not – it doesn't – I don't think it affects Dame's legacy either way. I think him going. Point, I at, I, if he goes and wins a championship with another team, it's he's a ring chaser. If he stays, then people are going to say he doesn't care about winning, and we both know that's not true. Everyone knows that's not true. People who say that are idiots. It's just now. Portland is straddling two timelines. They have a youth movement, a very good youth movement, and they have Dame, who has said he doesn't want to be a part of that. They can try to do both, but they really can't do both. It's just time for the will they won't they to end, and for them to make a decision. That's all it comes down to. If Golden State can't balance, like all-time yes. veterans with a youth movement, who can? That is the exact. That is the exact scenario that like Portland should use as a demonstrator that they cannot, they can't do it, and they have much less carte blanche with everything than the Warriors did. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's my first award. Okay. Thank my you. first award is the Give Me My Ring Award. Okay, so this is going to a player, who is okay so i'm torn between two things it's either going to a player who is it going to bones highland it's not going to a okay player. okay all right never mind i thought it was going to a player who gets a ring but is no longer on the team uh so like i was the name on the cup kind of thing yeah yeah like because i think bones gets a ring for playing on the nuggets but i think so uh okay no, so not to, going to a player going to a school a college hmm. lsu yes okay because <clears throat> that has essentially they have taken control of the give me my ring celebration while tapping the ring finger mm -hmm. uh, Joe Burrow did it during the national championship against Clemson Angel Reese did it in the national championship the women's basketball national championship mm -hmm. and one of the baseball players for LSU whose name is escaping my memory did it in the game last night when they had it totally in control up by 14 in the ninth inning I think if you are prominently photographed or videoed doing it three championship winning situations that's just your celebration yeah i don't think any other school can do that anymore they can try but then everyone's just gonna be like that's lsu's give it back they have the award has lsu ever won a basketball national championship not that i know of but they did miss the tournament with ben simmons yeah well uh i mean how far did they get with Shaq? i don't think they even got that far i could be I, that, that was, was all before our time do. so it's right yeah i think they might have had a little bit of a run, but I, I, yeah, I don't think they, they definitely didn't win, but I'm just thinking cause they had two like of the best players of all time in Shaq and pistol Pete, which yeah. is just interesting for a school that is not known as remotely being a basketball power. Um, but yeah, 
Uh, that was just my thought. Um, all right, my next award. You ready for it? I am ready for it. It's the I Just Can't Wait to Be King Award. <laughs> okay, so this is going to a... Not a prince, but somebody that is waiting to take over as, like, the alpha dog in whatever, like, environment they are currently in. It is someone who was waiting and is now going to be the king of their new kingdom. Oh, I like this. Okay, this is well thought out. Mm Mm-hmm. Jordan Poole? Yes. Nice! It is Jordan Poole. He's going to be the guy. And you have to think, I mean, you saw in the playoffs, he pulled that D3 instead of giving the ball to Steph when he should have. Yeah. I mean, objectively, it wasn't that bad of a shot because he had a look and he's a good three-point shooter. But either way, it's now it's his turn. He's got the keys. He's probably going to put up a million shots. Sink or swim, we'll see if he's able to do it. But you know he wanted the keys, and now he's got his chance. And not a lot of guys. Yeah, and not a lot of guys, though like him get this shot to be the man you know what i mean it's not often that you are the second fiddle on a team like that it's like james harden basically i mean i'm not i don't mean to say that he's gonna be like james harden but it's it's james harden was the sixth man on those really good thunder teams and then he got a shot and uh chris's buddy carlos famously proclaimed that harden would never average 20 points a game oh yeah really bad bet and so I, I think Poole's probably going to average at least 25 next next year. It's like Brunson, kind of. Yeah, a little bit. It's second on a, fiddle. On a better but team. Worst, better, Brunson is on a better yes, team. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, or like, uh, I don't even know, like Zach Levine maybe when he went to the Bulls. It, either way, it'll. I think it'll be fun to watch him just take over. I, I think he's got that kind of game. So, yeah. Cool. Good guess. Thank you. Um, my second award is the Nikola Jokic Award. (laughs) (laughs) This could go so many ways. Okay, it's obviously not going to Nikola Jokic. No, it's obviously not. Okay. Um, I don't know. I didn't think it was that obvious, but clearly it was. It is. If you gave Nikola Jokic the Nikola Jokic (laughs) Award, I would be upset, I think. Um, Okay, is it going... Is it... What sport? Uh, Ice hockey. Yeah, okay, God, you, the Nicole, okay. Is it uh, Connor McDavid? Yes, it is. Can you, can you guess the reason? He's the best player in the league? No, close. Damn it, all right. All right, well, I got the, that's the only, probably the only hockey player I could have ever guessed. <laughs> it is going to a player who very obviously deserved to win their third MVP award this year, which McDavid picked up last night. Okay. Set, um, not a record, but had 154 points, I think, which was the most in, I think, since Lemieux, maybe mm-hmm. Gretzky. Um, just crazy stats. He's the best player in the world. I would be, I mean, Rue and I were talking about this in the car on the way here. It would not be shocking. Almost be expected if he picked up another three MVPs in his 20s. He's 26. Would you, bear with me here, would you give up a finger for McDavid to be on the Rangers. You can pick your which finger. Down to the knuckle. You want to keep the nub? You can keep Can I can I get rid of my ring finger down here and I get a ring if when they win 
that is it like takes up the whole finger. You gotta buy the ring. No, I, I, I can't want provide them to give you. Me the, no, I want the team to give me the ring for doing this. You, you can You have to work that out with them. I can't agree to those terms. You I want me to no, negotiate yes, that with them? Yes, I was gonna, gonna say. Um, sure. We'll get back to you. Sure, honest. sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. You can. You I get can, the ring. You can get the ring on your nub. How long do I have to say goodbye to the finger? Is this like the you don't get the in... you don't get to keep it? What do you mean? You can you can look at it. You don't get to put it back on. No, I know. How long do I get to make peace with losing it? Oh, do like how you don't, like right this right second? I think you can make your hedge cu- hedge cutter. You have until the start of next season. Probably yeah. Game one though, that finger's gone. I, I problem is though I there's other I think other athletes that I would do that over. Like if if I'm to get them on the Rangers, no, to get them on other teams that I'm a fan of, like I I like who like Otani to the Yankees. I mean Mahomes to the Bears. Oh, that's a good one. That's like that's probably number yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. You'd give up a finger to get Mahomes to the Bears. Yeah, I mean if I could, you get the ring. I would if if it had uh, if if I was presented with this like four years ago, then I probably would already have a ring. Yeah, probably. So, um, I don't think I'd give up any fingers. Toes? I'd give up a toe. Whatever Shoulders, one's... knees, head? I'm keeping all those parts. But I'd give up a toe, not a finger. I've, I've already got too much hand damage. I don't know. <laughs> I've done it, been there, done that. I'll give up a toe. Which which one's the least important? Pinky? Yeah, you don't, don't even know. need your pinky. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'll get rid of that. I'll get rid of a pinky, though, to get, like... Who do I even want? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but no, it's probably got to be like. It's probably got to be like. What about like uh, gotta, like hot, Steph to the like Knicks or something or West Men's National Team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or would that, would that do it? That would do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Um, or it's who's uh, like Otani to the Yankees, but like not even really. It's got to be. I don't know if baseball's toe worthy. Oh, like I could player. get like Jokic to the Knicks. Yeah, that would be a good one yeah. actually. Yeah, Jokic to the Knicks. But Otani's also kind of two players. Toe so pitch. I'm kind of cheating there. I saw something today, not to get off the rails here, but that Otani's worth 300 plus million as a batter and 200 plus million as a pitcher. Just alone, separately, if he was each of those players, that's how much he'd be getting. That's crazy. So he's going to get 600 million dollars. Jeez. Um, not so by the Yankees. They're not paying him. No, probably not. No way. So my second award, yeah, is the Nikola Jokic Award for the player who should have won slash deserved to win slash was the easy pick for their third MVP to Connor McDavid, who won his third MVP last night. I like that. I can't believe I guessed it, but I think you had to give me the only NHL player I would have guessed. I don't know many. You I know, know uh, I know Tavares. Is he still any good? Yeah, he's good. Okay. You know uh, your boy Keandre Miller? Yes, I do. My favorite hockey player. Jesper Fast. Yeah, but I don't even... What is he even on a team anymore? Yeah, I think That's just because Chris liked him for God knows what Doesn't reason. Matter. Yeah, either way. You're right. I know a couple. I know. Igor? Igor. Igor. <laughs> yeah, I just like the chant. I know Igor. <laughs> I don't Remarkable know. run by the Rangers for having these generational two-syllable goalies. Yeah. Henrik. Igor. Igor. I think I like Igor more. As the name, not as the player. Igor's good. Igor's really good. Yeah, it's opposing, too. Yeah. Um, Trivia season? Yeah, trivia. I forgot we had trivia. I'm excited. I didn't want this this episode to end just yet. (laughs) I'm feeling good right now. Yeah. All right. So this is through 2023. 
the top earnings for all NFL players. This is next of all season. time. Oh, of all time. Of all time. Okay, is Rodgers one? This is per season? No. Or, oh, of oh, career total earnings. career earnings. Okay. Yes. And I'm going to – I kind of want to go 1 through 10 just because it's fun. Okay. But we don't have to. We can do – Is Mahomes in the top 10? No. So th- this isn't, like, money signed for then. This is no, how much no, no, is no. Deposit- Mahomes is deposited full, in your yeah, bank. Yeah, Mahomes' full contract okay, is Manning's, not – Manning's, both of them. They're both in the top 10, yes. Uh, yeah, 8 and 9. Big Ben. Big Ben is 6. Phillip Rivers. 10. So you have 6, 8, 9, and 10. And you said Rodgers, right? I did say Rodgers. I'll give you Rodgers. I, I thought it was. I thought I was guessing per year salary cap hit next year, but either yeah, Rodgers. I'll give you um, Rodgers. Three. Is Russ because he got a ton of guaranteed money? Yep. Russ is My seven. Goodness. Russ is seven. So you've got seven, eight, nine, and ten. My and goodness. Three. Yeah. There's oh. one on here that's that's fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up. He just doesn't belong on this list. Can't be like Kaepernick, right? No, 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 no. Kaepernick's not the. He's nowhere near. Sam Bradford's twenty third though, hundred thirty million. Good for Sam Brad. Oh, Kirk Cousins has to be up there. Kirk is eleven. Ah. Yeah. You got. Oh, actually, Stafford. You have six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Yeah, Stafford is two. Holy shit! (laughs) Stafford's two. Yeah, three hundred twenty-eight mil. He'll actually be one. What, at the end of his Rams contract? Yeah. Wow, good for him. Um, well, I guess Mahomes will surpass him eventually, but he will surpass who's in first, who I can't believe you haven't guessed. I know, I know. Miss, I mean, uh, is it Brady? It's Brady. Brady's number one. I just didn't think he would be that high because he always took, like, team-friendly deals. Yeah, 20, it's 23 years. Thing. Yeah, 23 years is, yeah. is a crazy Those long career. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it was, you've it got, was dumb of me to not think he was in the top ten, let alone top one, I suppose. Yeah, you're missing four and five. That's it. You got everything else. You actually also have 11, but... They're both quarterbacks, right? They have yeah, to. both quarterbacks. The closest non-quarterback... Carson Palmer? No, but he's 15. I mean, even Matt Schaub's up here. Damn, Matt Hasselbeck made a ton of money. Played for a long time. You're, it's a big one. He's one of the best quarterbacks of our time. Is one of them. Won a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco? No, but he's on. He's <laughs> he's uh fourteen. Drew Brees. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's five, and then four. Is an active player. He's the one that doesn't belong. Did I guess Matty Ice? You didn't, but that's who it is. Jeez. Okay. Yeah, he's four. I know he signed a huge deal with Atlanta. Yeah, he's four. And, okay, so I kind of just wanted to get into the, the rest of the list. The top ten is, like, with the exception of Matt Ryan, like, who you'd expect it to be. But 12 is Tannehill. <laughs> oh, this was sorted by quarterback, which is fine, but uh, it might not. There might have been some others in there. I doubt there's too much. Yeah, like, it probably doesn't change too much in the but, top ten. Yeah, but so we'll we'll just go quarterbacks now either way because we already did it. But Tannehill's twelve. Alex Smith is thirteen. Yeah, 
<laughs> Flacco's 14, Carson Palmer 15, Carr, Dak, Goff, Jimmy G, Deshaun Watson, then Brett Favre, which is fun. That is, yeah. For his for his time, like when he played, given that salaries weren't what they were now, it's pretty cool that he's still kind of up there. All those guys owe TV deals a lot of money. Oh yeah, Bradford 23, Wentz 24, Romo 25, Cutler 26, then Mahomes. So, I'll see. I'll check. There's quarterbacks over Mahomes. Let's see if I can. It'll give me all positions. This is one of those where they sometimes make me pay for stuff. Spot rack. They just like throw random stats behind a paywall, and it drives me nuts. Yeah, I like the website though. Over the cap's good for football too. Yeah, but they were giving me weird stuff. It was like cap hit versus like some random dollar. Yeah, or something. Like pit money. The top ten, honestly, nothing changes. Larry Fitz is the highest though. He's fourteenth. Ooh, not quarterback. Yeah, fifteenth is fun though. He's a defensive end still playing. JJ Watt. Nope. Retired. Uh, Aaron Donald. Nope. Khalil Mack. Nope. JPP. Nope. Chandler Jones. Nope. It's it's uh you Sue is not a defensive end. No. Sue is nineteenth though. Oops. Defensive Signed a big deal last offseason. Oh, Von Miller. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. Bigger than it probably should have been at his age. Yeah. I thought it was, like, a pretty massive overpay. Over 100 mil, I think, right? Yeah. Which, like, he's, He's like, really good, though. He's, he's he not is. as old as you think. But he's older than you give that long of a deal to. How old do you think he is? 33? Yeah, I think he is 33. Which is, like, not young for a pass rusher. It's not... And he's coming off a knee injury, too. But Oh, I guess I kind of tripped you up because he's an outside linebacker. That's on me. It's all right. They're kind of they're, – they're, I should have just said pass rusher. He's Yeah, he does it all. 34. Turn 34. In March. Okay. New calendar year. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's all I got for trivia. That was good. I, I thought Matty Icicles would give you a hard time, but – It did. That was the last one I got. Yeah, you got it pretty easily, though. I think it would have tripped me up. I forgot that he signed that massive deal with Atlanta. Yeah, before the Super Bowl appearance, I think. Was it really? I think so. At least one. Maybe he signed two. Before we end. Right. I mean, it's not like he's going to do anything else. Is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer? Oh, probably, yeah. Not first ballot. Not first ballot. Is Eli MVP. first ballot? I would like to think Eli's... I think... I'd like to think that... If Eli isn't a first ballot, he's one of the longer deliberation processes that they go through. I think he's not an unquestionable first ballot. That's what I'm saying. But I think he's such a lock for the Hall of Fame that he might as well be. That you should... formality. It depends yeah. who else is on the ballot. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. they don't. I don't think they have a maximum. So I MLB just... does, but I don't think. Yeah, the MLB's maximum is zero sometimes. So yeah, MLB's really stupid with it um, I, I was so yeah I'll, I'll give you my first ballot okay and going through all of this research for this episode i was going through all like the trash mlb players that are in the hall of fame and it's just like they just like draw random lines in the sand for who gets in it's and a who joke doesn't. it the is MLB it is, is a joke literal nonsense yeah so yeah we've got our beef with the mlb hall of fame yeah officially podcast well known declared beef Enemies. not with murdering not just the MLB no. Hall of Fame. Yeah, no, Murder Inc. is. We don't want to inherit Fifty's no, beef with them. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're not. We're not involved. We do love Fifty, but not that much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good uh, show. Good episode. Make sure you uh, like, comment, subscribe, whatever. 
five stars, good reviews, good comments. Yeah. Um, thank you for tuning in. I hope Declan Rice doesn't go to Arsenal. See you next week.